Yo, 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 what's goody? You know what I'm saying? 800 number one Shogun in the building and shit. Uh, listen, episode 61 of the Sushi Boys podcast. I'm in the way, so let me get out the way. Uh, this is all I got to say for the moment, so let's keep that at bay. I want to introduce uh, my three most favorite people on planet Earth. Uh, I kid you not. I'm so happy to see them every time I do get to see them. Um, so first... And foremost, we got Miss Bunny Rue, ma'am. How are you? Hi. How do you do? Listen, the Desert Sunflower always sharing her uh, power. She uh, requested this, so this is what we got going on. Listen, we playing a little uh, Outcast in the background. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. Ma'am, welcome in. Hi. Hello. Hey guys. It's Bunny. Buns and guns. Don't fuck with me. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, I was ready. <laughs> you were ready. <laughs> Buns Bunny, courtesy of Sloan Skis. Bitcoin Bunny, straight robbing dudes. Because you know what they're saying about Bitcoin right now. Ish bunny, always keeping it real. You're Latina petty male, cause I gotta fit in with my boys. Girly temple, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> and last but not least, your East LA mommy and the motherfucking Susio queen. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, why? Why she tell me that bunny's bunny's intro is her favorite? Oh, thank you. Shout oh, out, shout not. out. Ow. Shout out to the Terror Mamas. Okay. <laughs> shout out to the Terror Mamas. You dig what I'm saying? Listen, before Miss Bunny, we get into how your weekend was, how you are, all those things. If I may be so kind to introduce a man blessed by God. The richest nigga in the South by Southwest, always dressing in Sunday's best, saying all the wild shit with his whole motherfucking chest. Let me digress. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sloan Kettering. Cuzzo, how are you, sir? Look, mute it. Don't even look. Fry. He hired the kite. He, <laughs> he said, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> Mm, not high. Uh, you know, just in a good mood. You know, close some good deals before noon. Uh, Your bears are smacking New England right now. I'll be on people. No, 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 nigga. Within these sixty minutes, I don't know you. Uh, you know, just all around having a great time. You know, living life, it's the big homie. Sloan Kettering, Scott Eddie's favorite, a.k.a. Lord of the Sugarfoots. Claude Hammers. Petisaurus Rex, the most dangerous of the Petisaurus. 
The Great Value Sack Fox, the High Chief Petty Maivia, Troman Reigns, Frody Rose, Dean Trelinko. Uh, you know, I'm just out here. Uh, if you play Madden with, I'm so sorry, Mr. L1R1XO. If you, and if you play Madden with Vic on the cover, my people, you already understand. I'm sorry. Uh, she played that. And I'm always trying to score. She played that sleepy ass prototype shit. Now I'm ready to go back to sleep. It's not sleepy. It's was, vibe. It's that is jury. Like I was a whole vibe today on uh like coffee and not really cocaine, but like just it just you know I felt once I got this email this morning, I felt like what only I could describe is like. I imagine that's what people on cocaine feel like. I don't know. I, you can see the glow. Like, the glow. like, when I got the email and then I got the DM, I was like, you motherfuckers. You know what? You know what? Speaking, speaking, speaking of, speaking of, since we, we hear speaking of cocaine and we want no, get to celebrate. Get y'all intros in, nigga. Get y'all in Yeah, see, got it back. You know what I'm saying? Got everybody back real quick. Listen, I can't help that, man. I just know I, I do this. No, it's back. I do this out here. I do this out here. Uh, and listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you already know this is going to be the best part of this intro introduction into the Sucio Boys. We got a man who will always be the flyest nigga in the room, even if he's not in the room. You know what I'm saying? Even if he ain't in the room. He's always going to be the flyest nigga in the room. Man, that has come back uh, from the future in time to let us know uh, how to shine. You did what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I made sure to get him his Avi. That better be your Avi from here on out. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> You're you already know who it is. The flyest ninja. Mr. Marty McFlyer than you, sir. How are you doing? Man, I'm groovy right now. You know what I'm saying? But for those who don't know, who should know, you will know that it's your boy Marty McFlyer than you, a.k.a. Elvis Freshly. A.k.a. Tragic Johnson. Tragic. A.k.a. Black Sajak. A.k.a. Swellroy Jetson. A.K.A. Yerv Gotti. Yerv! Mr. Yerv. Perk Henning. 
perk 30 naps all day because that's how we get down aka skirt angle aka lurk nowitzki Um, he's one of them rangers dangerous folk they are one in the wild oh everyone's favorite (laughs) throb ross (laughs) arts and crabs you already know I'm D. You know what I'm saying? AKA the Shea Butter Batty Daddy Slam Cook. AKA Trill Scott. AKA Screw Her Vandross. AKA Fetty Murphy. <laughs> that is crazy. You know what I'm saying? The cruiser heavyweight champ. Well, I think, oh no, we're at 87 time. Smooth into Guerrera. AKA Juice Wayne. AKA Penny Lattimore, AKA him Duncan, AKA from my Chihuvians, Afkasi Poppy. Did. That nigga and them AKAs. I thought I had a lot until Marty came on the scene. And them's a lot. I feel that, like there's more drops that are needed to complete the complexity of his AKAs. You know what I'm saying? In the original list is crazy. I, I, had to, I had to that down. Yeah, I, I chopped that's, 25 of them off. <laughs> appreciate you so much, sir, for doing that for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, man. Well, welcome, sir. We're so glad to have you. Uh, as y'all know, 800 Shogun, let's go. Am I the meanest? Shogun. Am I the prettiest? Shogun. Am I the baddest? No foe, no down around this town. Shogun. But who am I? Shogun. Who am I? Shogun. I can't hear you. Shogun. Shogun. That's right. 800 number one Shogun, number one rule in the universe is always, ladies and gentlemen, to protect your neck at all times. Otherwise, I come through with the Gensu and I chop the fucking head off. Bitch, do not play with me. One Punch Man with the tan next to you, tan liquor saying, I was outside for the 99 and 2000. You already understand. Sorry, not sorry. You dig what I'm saying? Let's keep it moving. Paley! Nah, actually, we we gonna hold off on the AK because I don't want to let that spray just yet. <laughs> Pablo Baldini, you dig what I'm saying? Slide tackling niggas into the fourth row. I'm always gonna get the ball, okay? But I may get your shin and your ankle. Pele with the AK letting that whole thing spray. You dig what I'm saying? I like to place him in the other. Double entendre. Please do not ask me how I just did that, okay? I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, Master Bruce with the bubble goose, letting all this shit get loose. I got the nunchucks in the back pocket. So watch what you say. So I won't let these motherfuckers get crazy. That's what I'm saying. The Hotep Abachi chef always got the grill on high, letting all this shit fly. I don't really know why, but. Okay. Let the niggas know. Gotta let these niggas know, bitch, don't play with me. Okay? Petty Gordo, listen. I'll be doing capoeira like I don't care on the beach. You know what I'm saying? Kicking it with Screech. All that shit. 
Flex Luger putting your aunties in the torture rack, trying to crack it back. Maybe I can make something. If I really get into it, listen. Like cold. Listen. (laughs) It's the uh, swashbuckler from Moose Knuckler. You dig what I'm saying? (laughs) Captain Jack Sparrow hose. (laughs) (laughs) It's your boy, Yurt McGirt. You know what I'm saying? Petty Pie May of the Black Lotus Clan. Always studying the disciplines and petty. If you know, then you will just maybe have a little bit of understanding. You dig what I'm saying? Obi-Wan Shinobi, you better act like you know me. The reason why... Don't play with me. And as always, the reigning 105 time petty weight champion. Listen, I got to defend my belt. When somebody tries to take my belt, then I go get it back. You dig what I'm saying? It's your okay. boy, Petty Guerrero. DJ, please hit my drop. Listen, I'm getting belts made. What's up? What's up, I'm y'all? What's good? Listen. How we doing? Listen. <laughs> I'm a behind today. How we doing? Yo, big chilling. Listen, I'm gonna hey. answer first. You know what I'm saying? Big chilling. Uh, I gotta give. Uh, I had a great weekend, and it just got even better today. Uh, with this email, I'm gonna let Sloan. Um really get into his bag because um man dr hop no 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 not gonna say nothing yet it was a great weekend got to uh i did some videography work um for uh one of the gentlemen that helped me produce uh leave your mark which we'll be bringing into the fold next year um so we we were working with a band called bear fuzz and uh really good band man played a lot of different genres of music they're kind of like the band that you book to play like two sets because they can do covers but they also have their own music and like they can dabble in a a multitude so there's like some funk you know there's rock then there's maybe some reggae dabble like fam these dudes were all over the map so I was just, I was digging it, but, uh, I got to operate, um, our little version of a crane, which was kind of crazy in a small club. So being able to be on the opposite side of like the camera and, you know, learning how to like certain movements that you have to make to make the room look bigger. Oh man, it was nuts. Um, so yeah, I got to give a huge shout out to, uh, Rob Chafin, um, bear fuzz, uh kyle stewart and uh yeah um also huge shout out to uh uh, josh salandino um j sal brand uh if you're familiar with him newport on the levy um but it's a sneaker boutique and um i don't know if i can announce well well yeah so we had a really good conversation so that was great and then I, i woke to my cousin sloan shooting me a message so that's all i'm saying bro uh so it was a great weekend i'm gonna shut up now you know what i'm saying uh how was your weekend miss bunny 
I had a great weekend. I went to the state fair Ooh. in Arizona. Um, and it was fucking dope. I took uh, my nieces. It was my two sisters and my boo. We went to the state fair and it was just, I, I rode like the rides on there. There was this ride. I guess you would consider it like, I don't know. It takes you up high and it spins like all the way around. And it was probably like more than 20 feet high where it just like fucking spins you all around and then it leaves you hanging upside down. So I rode a bunch of like the crazy fair rides like that. And it mm -hmm. was just like such a dope adrenaline rush. <laughs> like I would get off of those rides and I'd be like, all right, what's that? What's that? Like, let's go. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it was... <laughs> Yo, but here's the wild thing, though, is, uh, like, that's why I be low-key scary because I'm, you know, going on Twitter, somebody posted something about it was, like, a fair ride or something at, like, a, yeah, a carnival. Yeah. Yo, had me spooked. And I'm like, nah, nah. fam. No. Nah, you, I mean, you, you got to know where you're going and you have to, like, I don't know, just you you gotta be able to like see the safety of the ride um i don't know how to explain it but i i felt safe <laughs> and okay. i looked for that adrenaline rush so it was it was pretty dope it was fun and then it was my brother's um 44th birthday <laughs> it was O's 44th birthday damn she just sold my nigga old down the river bro <laughs> she ain't even she ain't even let that nigga live <laughs> She was like, nah, he's, I mean, he's 44. <laughs> wow. Happy born day to the nigga Big O. We got big that. Yeah, oh, happy it birthday. was his birthday. Yeah, so. That's, uh, that's the big homie. Marty got to meet Big O. Oh, God. Does. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, it was my brother's birthday. So, um, shout out to my brother. Happy birthday. Happy um, birthday. <laughs> And then on Sunday, uh, it would have been my dad's 72, 72nd birthday. Um, so he celebrated that in heaven. Um, shout out to my daddy. Um, we just kind of like hung out, made some dinner and watched football games. So it was pretty dope. I love that. I love that. Birthday to the pops. You know what I'm saying? Salute. Papa Buns. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so Marty, how was your Marty, guys' weekend? Yeah, how was your weekend, yeah. bro? My weekend was cool. Um, what was it? You know, wrote some music, kicked it with the fam. You know what I'm saying? Saw Black Adam. Shit was cool. Uh, it snowed, so a nigga threw a snowball for the first time in like 15 years. Shit was crazy. Yo, I want to sock this nigga so much. <laughs> like he he been saying he been saying some wild shit pre-pod he been saying some wild shit like i really don't want to fight this nigga but i want to fight this nigga you know what i'm saying what, 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 and then what he I just mean? got the audacity to tell me he'd been in warm weather for 15 years and the first time he threw a snowball was this <laughs> week nigga i will uh, I, I told you i will fedex you an uppercut i swear on my mama name Hey, don't put me in the upper 90, fam. I need we don't come on, stay team. You don't you don't deserve a red card. Come on. Nigga, I'm gonna do that when the referees ain't looking. 
Hit you oh, with one God. of them Sunday league tackles anyways. <laughs> I think I'll be flopping like Kyrie. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. It was cool. You know, you know, it was drinking Terramana all weekend. You know what I'm saying? It was eating good. You know what I'm saying? You no know, shout out to the wife. Everything was everything was cool. But now, you know what I'm saying? It's still snowing and it's lost I, I, its mustache. I'm not going to hold you. I feel like anytime you say the word Terramana, it should have the same effect as uh, Kumite, right? Ooh, so yeah. when you say Terramana, you just go Terramana voice, Terramana voice. I'm going to get the Chihu sound bite so you could uh, throw that shit in there. Y'all say it. You'll work with that. Work with that. There's There's got to be some type of tagline that's got to come behind Terramana boys. You dig what I'm saying? So, boys, you know what I'm saying? Listen, Shout man. Listen. Boys. Shout out to Ron. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad you had a good weekend, sir. Now, listen, I I wanted to uh, introduce all of us first. So then I know how this goes, man. Listen, this rich nigga is going to tell us about the fanciest of the fancy. And I love it. But I also understand that I got to get my pockets up. Oh, God. Sloan, how was your weekend? Look, mute it. Rich nigga commentary. Go ahead. Look, rich nigga commentary. He don't even know he be on. Oh man, look here. Um, that means that y'all wasn't supposed to hear what I had originally said. So uh my weekend was a lot better than most of people's. I'm not gonna lie. Um it was fucking amazing. Um uh, started off as two late homecoming. Uh so Hey, nigga, let me talk about my weekend. You see, I shut <laughs> up about yours. How the let fuck you going to tell my weekend? No, no, let me this nigga, nigga. Hey, this nigga hey, made me hate my whole Hey, Sloan. Thing. Sloan, how was your weekend? Marty comes in. Tell him about the crab legs, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, there's no seafood in Utah. I'm struggling. Wait, wait. I ain't saying shit since my intro. <laughs> So go ahead and talk. Tell them about the crab legs, nigga. <laughs> well, the crab legs were great. Um, so my wife hooked me up with some tickets to the uh, Glacier House of Tulane. So like that's when you go to like most of the football games and you see those expensive ass booths. And at every stadium now, every stadium has a whole section that it's just ridiculous. And at Tulane, it's a private school, so they have better money than most universities. So they can splurge out on food. And you know you live in New Orleans when you go to a football game and in your little fancy area, you get crab legs and shrimp and gumbo and uh, shrimp etouffee. I was like, oh, that was my first plate. My first plate. And then I went and sat down in my expensive, nice, comfortable seat that I think I broke. I ain't, ain't going to tell nobody, but it's definitely <laughs> broken. Because um, uh, I, like, plopped down. And, yeah. And I had my food, too. So I was, like, I was in it. I had my, my Terramana. Well, it, yeah, I had my Terramana and Sprite. And I'm just sitting there, man, and the game going on, and Tulane kicking ass. They scored like two back-to-back -to -back touchdowns. 
I'm still eating my crab legs like this, breaking legs. Yeah, go go to lane, way to go, yay. White people standing up, high five, and I'm like, hey, nigga, elbow, elbow. I'm still trying to eat these crabs. So I smashed that. Bounce back up, back up into the little little air conditioned area where all the food at. And this, I mean, the, the goddamn place is about as long as the football field. So I go down to one end and just start working my way back. I seen chicken tenders. I was like, oh, fancy that. Let me get some chicken tenders and French fries. And while I'm standing over here, let me get a free beer. So I got a beer. And I hate that. And then what my fat ass do? Go get some more food. So I got up and started walking back down the way. I saw they had these things called dirty burgers. I said, what's that? He was like, sir, you need to try one. So I smashed the dirty burger. This is all before halftime, my nigga. What I've had three full meals and three beers <laughs> before halftime. Nigga, what's in the so dirty burger? It's a, it wasn't nothing special. It was just a burger with melted cheese and uh, onion rings on top. I smashed that shit. I was like, oh, that's that's cute. And then I got up and started walking around again. I see they had a prime rib station. Guess what, what I did? <laughs> hey, dog, let me get some prime rib, cuz. Yeah, let me, yeah, two of them, two of them, two, two slices. What's this green stuff? Oh, pesto. Oh, yeah, put some of that on there too. Good. Put some on there. That, one too. that shit was fine. Nigga, by halftime, I wanted to take a nap. I'm already by sleepy. I'm already sleeping. I love it. Oh, full. Drunk. My wife come up there. We <laughs> eat some more. I drink a bottle of free water. They was just giving away water. Like, like nigga, here, hydrate yourself because I know you drunk. Oh, man. Then I had a free white wine. Ooh. Then I had some more tequila. Then, of course, you know a nigga when it got some more chicken tenders like halfway through the fourth quarter. <laughs> so. By the time I left up out of there, I was fat, and I'm gonna have to get on the I'm gonna have to get on the bike. And then yesterday, we went to a brunch, and my nigga, they must knew I was coming because they had chicken and waffles on the brunch at a school event. <laughs> like nigga, let me tell you about that. I don't know what else, other shit they had some fruit and some cute little donuts and 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 bagels and shit. Hey, I wasn't interested in none of that. I came for what what they really had was that buffet they had, dog. They had unlimited mimosas. What? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Unlimited mimosas, eggs. They had grits with uh shrimp etouffee, oh. which was banging. Bacon. Y'all know I love bacon. Not I big. love me some bacon. They had bacon, then they had chicken and waffles. Man, I must have smashed that shit. And then they gave out awards. And then in the meantime of them giving out awards, I ain't want to get me another plate because I wanted to be respectful. I ain't want nobody hear me smacking while they get their award. <laughs> so I waited, cuz. And then after all that shit was over, guess what I did? Got another motherfucking plate of chicken and waffles and shrimp, ain't too fake. 
and two more mimosas. Man, nigga, I've been I've been living life, man. This has been a great week. And then, man, yeah, man. Then the energy. day, then the day, got that email, man. You know, uh, sir. Let's go ahead and uh, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if y'all can see it, but Sloan is radiating masculine bad bitch energy right now. Like he looked like he going super saiyan. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of hard work that we've been doing these last year is paying off. So Dr. Gabbard finally was like, what's up? So, Let's go. Sensational. Dr. Dabber, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to Dr. Dabber, yo. Yeah, man. Go see yo. the doctor one time. Shout out to shout out to Chris Keller. You know, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking for like the last, what's this, October now? Three months, back and forth, back and forth, trying to get shit nailed out. And we finally got it done, man. Dr. Dabber really fuck with Susio Boys podcast. Oh, they fuck with Coffee with Rev. They fuck with us, man. So we outside. We are outside. Let's go. Dr. Dabber, go and get them for your EDAB needs. Yeah. So, the also, follow us on, follow us on uh, Instagram, too, on Susio.Boys.Podcast. You know, it's, it's, it's looking That's, up. I yeah, mean, that's that's where we that's where we now reside. Uh Sucio Boys is um uh rebranded. So we if you originally followed us on Instagram, um obviously that account got taken over. So I decided along with Sloan and just kind of the collective of Sucio Boys that we were gonna take B Savage uh b.savage.af and we we're going to rebrand it as sucio um i mean it's right in line with what we're doing it's part of the culture anyway um so at that point it was just mostly important for us to make sure that like we represented not only on the spectrum of like what we're getting in overall total um listens from the pod itself but then also looking at it from the standpoint of like hey this is how we interact this is how we need to utilize um the business model at least to another aspect so having that communication and kind of having that ace in the hole but shout out to everybody yo you know what i'm saying look sloan right now just dabbing on his dabber dabbing on the, uh dr dabber's saddle pin it's their I guess they would be their more heavy duty or everyday dab pen. They have a lighter one that's called the Ghost, but they're dropping a new one in a couple of weeks. So uh, hopefully they'll uh, send that to us soon so we can get a. Uh, I guess we can do it like a little raffle giveaway or some shit like that. Like you know, raffle uh, giveaway, I, review, you know what I'm saying? All them saying. things. If you put in the pre-order for the uh, Sucio ski mask, you know what I'm saying? That might enter you into the raffle. Well, that's automatic. So shout out to Matt uh, for his uh, order, um, making sure that shipped. Um, yeah, Clyde. shout out Matt. Shout out uh, Keys, my man Keys. He got his. Jermaine hit me up about getting one. I need to order mine. Same. Uh, Gotta get shit, one for me, you know. 
I'm outside because, you know, uh, might even have to get mine a different, a little bit different from everybody else's. Go find me a Dr. Dabber little, little insignia to put on mine. Mm. You know what I'm you saying? Know. We put it under the eyelid. Let me tell y'all something. My mama told me you'll never get paid to smoke weed. Boy, was she wrong. <laughs> cap. <laughs> cap. I call cap. Cap oh, means fuck. lie. Yep, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> oh, man. You're and guess what? I'm going home this weekend, and I might even be petty, just walk up to her and just like, hey, Ma, remember when I was a kid and you said I wouldn't get paid to smoke reefer? Hmm. Oh, you talking about a pedestal or a sighting? Oh, you know. You know. Might have to go to my little sister house and make me a shirt that say, I told y'all bitches. I told you niggas. Or one to say, hide the money, y'all broke niggas around. Or just scream on them. Pedestals in the building. Let's see the doctor with them little uh with them little sad ass dabs y'all using. You need to get your smoke up for real. Right. Enrich your life. Get your toke up and your smoke up. Big flex. Uh as as Ron like to say, uh when you when you don't feel fab, you gotta hit that doctor dab. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I might need to write a jingle for that. Mm, um, doctor yeah. Dab about to have a jingle. Sir, I mean, that's... Marty need to get on it. I know, okay. man. Say less. Quit playing. Uh, so, yeah, super dope. Listen, I don't even know how to wrap my mind around what is happening with this podcasting thing. Um, I always would laugh at people after a certain point because the first question that you hear when you do start podcasting is oh man is are you making any money from it right but right. that is the worker bee mentality where a lot of folks will just think like well i gotta get paid if i'm gonna exert enough energy into something and it's like well that's the reason why nobody will remember your name and you'll not be great Exactly, nigga. Find some passion. Be passionate about the shit that you're doing. That's where the work. Niggas intern for five years at places. Nigga, chill out. Right. Be be, be cool. This is an internship that we finally getting some notoriety from, and I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, don't be surprised. We got we got a smoke. We got a e dab. Don't be surprised if I holler at somebody to put something in it. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Who wanna who 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 wanna sponsor what goes into Dr. Dabber? Mm, let's go. You, know, you can't have one without the other. It's love and marriage, baby. I'm telling you. Coming together like go tanks. Oh, pulling the triangle <laughs> offenses like that is crazy. Look, look, coming together like butt cheeks, baby. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sloan said it's love in the marriage. <laughs> Come together, like a, like a horse and carriage. 
That's the local gentry. Man, I know that song. Can't have one without the other. other. (laughs) But no, like for real, this is it's the shit I saw is coming. So now I just I just need them to agree to something that I got planned for March. Uh, look at him. Little shit is definitely stopping. I don't know what I don't know what that is. We don't we don't do that over here. You know. You know what I'm saying. Then next week I can tell y'all some baller shit that I'm gonna do this week. Listen, we uh we've been slow pacing a little bit, so let's pick up the speed. Uh let's get into this first it's that topic. goddamn prototype. I know that's what man listen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding before Bunny comes on and shoots somebody. I will. I ain't seen shit. I I've seen nothing, huh? What? Ain't nothing. Ain't heard nothing. Seen nothing. All right. So here's my thing. Um the first topic of discussion, why are all these celebrities just losing their mind? Like, I thought we were all tripping because, like, Mercury was in, like, retrograde Gatorade Minute Maid and, like, seemed like it was out of the shade for some, I don't know. It was just all of it was happening all at once. But now, niggas are ultra wilding. AB's wilding, Kanye's wilding. Um, let's see. I mean, like, today has been... We're real weird like uh none of my electronics work for a little while like none of my apple stuff worked my phone was the only thing that was working my laptops wasn't working uh my um the actual desktop that i'm on right now wasn't working everything just shut down and i was in the middle of a test too i was like this is some bullshit i had to like holler at my professor and be like dog uh yeah, can I retake this test? Um, because I my my shit locked up on me and kicked me out of everything. Luckily, homie, uh, let me get that again. So shout out to my teacher for uh, let me get my shit again. But uh, yeah, man, it's been crazy. But I really think I like I think AB is real life suffering from CTE in the in the, like the real moment. And then, like, Kanye, I told y'all this, like, in the group chat, but I think Kanye got autism. And if you really start, like, doing the math and look at it, like, if you go Google the definition of autism and then look at the shit Kanye has been doing, you're going to be like, why didn't I see this shit earlier? Because, like, everything, like, like, he's super sensitive, but he's super smart, super creative, and but he goes into these self-destructive repetitive patterns to where he will say some dumb shit and then try to retract it or like try to clean it up and then do the dumb shit again just saying something else in a different term and like i don't know if i'm explaining it right but in my head i see them two things correlating to like yeah buddy socially awkward and like i know some some people who have like i normally say a touch of the tism jokingly but like i think we're all on the spectrum it just depends on how close you are 
to that to to autism or Asperger's or anything like that. But I just think like he is not a mental illness he's suffering from. I just think like he has Asperger. I mean, like Asperger's or um, what did I say? Autism or like just he's on the spectrum. Autism. Yeah, high functioning. Yeah. I mean that that's still mental illness but i i agree with you to a certain extent i just think that there's a lot of trauma that comes with that as well like just from where he grew up and how he grew up and like losing just the, just how like he developed and also losing his mother at such a young age when he was gaining so much fame that all of that was just like a clash. Like he was going through something different and then boom, he lost his mom. So it was just like, everything was different at the same time because he was gaining so much fame at that exact time. So it's just like trauma, development. I can agree to a certain extent of what, what Sloan is saying just because of how I don't know, his patterns are and his characteristics, they just like, you know, just flow in a different way. So I can agree to a certain extent, but I also believe that there's trauma and grief going on where he hasn't totally healed from all of that. But it's just like everything that's going on now, I feel like it's just very superficial and very... um I don't know, trying to gain something out of it, like just trying to cause that controversy. Like, I, I think this is all purposely done. Well, I think I'll, I'll say it like this and add on to that. Right. Because I do think there is some purpose behind it. I also think that Kanye has some things that he needs to address, but you can see that there are patterns. So it does raise some cause of like, oh, OK. Maybe that makes sense. Um, I mean, you can look at somebody like Elon Musk, who's a high-functioning uh, person with autism. Um, Kanye, yeah, you can kind of see that too. Um, having somebody who, like, family member is on the spectrum, then you you go, oh, okay, yeah, makes sense. Because now you can start to see that once it was pointed out. Um, AB, that's another thing in its entirety. I don't know what AB's trying to do, bro. I think I, I mean, I think I think a lot of dudes coming out of the NFL, um, especially in like high contact sports, um, you know, anything that can be attributed to some possibility of head injury, like you don't know the repercussions. So when you look at somebody like that. What does it look like? What does their quality of life look like afterwards? You see some people slide super hard where it's like they have no motor function. And then you see some that go to another spectrum to where it's like something happens, they end up hurting somebody else, then they, you know, end up losing their life. It could be anything. But this shit with AB just looks super weird. Like this the, shit with all of them is super weird. Like, 
I mean, if you think football players got CTE, I mean, boxers got to have it. They get punched in the face repeatedly. Or UFC but, fighters, multi mixed martial true. artists. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Contact sports, you can get them. Like I've had, I've had five concussions. Uh, like, nigga, I couldn't tell you how many concussions I've had between ninth grade and shit sophomore year of college when I stopped playing football. I couldn't tell you shit. I couldn't tell I, you how many I had. I know I had at least five freshman year of high school. I've had yeah, I've had five. Most and that was from like basketball. Shit, I got one from track. Like. Shit can happen. Mm-hmm. You're just getting ransacked professionally for for months at a time, or you know what I mean, or for twelve rounds, once twice a year. Like shit, I can only imagine. And it's like, it, not to mention, like if you already have like a history of like mental health issues, you know what I mean, in your family. Most people and most niggas aren't even cognizant of that. They're not aware because you know the stigma of going to the doctor or stigmas with therapy and learning yourselves and then it's like okay i look at it too i can see how it could lead to that because it's like all right these people these people you're literally like indoctrinated in like football for instance right you playing that shit from in most cases five years old you getting hit repeatedly repeatedly before you get to high school you probably had five six seven concussions and that's if you make it to the collegiate level and that's if afterwards you even get to the league and you wonder why, like, niggas start wilding the fuck out. You have all this access to like all this top tier shit, and if it ain't a, um, if it isn't like a, like a sports injury, like they don't get that shit checked out. Or people, uh, like when when Tua got knocked, and then went back out there like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y- you kind of have this weird. Uh, I wouldn't resort it to like, but football is like the, the modern age gladiator sport right where you're expendable to a certain point unless you play in a skill position or something that can bring people to the stadium then you become more glorified um but at the same time too you know your shelf life is as an nfl player is very short so you are willing to sacrifice a lot of stuff that could potentially be detrimental to your health down the road. If that means that you can do something to help uplift your family, people around you build, you know, uh, some type of generational wealth. I would assume that getting to the league doesn't necessarily get you to generational wealth until you get to that big payday. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you're you're able, it's sustainable for you up until a certain point. But then you have to think about what's life going to be like afterwards. And I feel like a lot of these fucking celebrities, people are just jumping at the bit just to be famous. But like, they're still doofs. They're still doofs. Yeah, you see it in your everyday regular life. You see people doing the most just so they could chase a blue check. Like, doing all this crazy shit, saying all this crazy shit. And that's just regular people. Imagine some people, like, you got money, notoriety, you on TV, you know what I mean? I mean, like, look at Kanye, bro. Like, I, I have conversations the same way Kanye does, where they're real sporadic. They're not um, well-formed. Like, you can think in one 
you know, aspect and then like trail off into a different one. But like at the same time, too, it's like, okay, cool. You got you have to know where it is that your point or what it is you're trying to say collectively since I've seen him out in public since whatever it is. uh, It just seems so unorganized. And it's like he's just throwing a whole bunch of shit up against the wall, but nothing is gathered thoughts. It's just I'm thinking out loud and I'm just regurgitating them now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like thought overload. Like he doesn't know. It just all comes out at once. He he can't. He's so like people who are that creative. Like if it's thought out and they can kind of plan it, then they can put it into something. You know what I mean? If it's media, like, you know, if it's music, you know what I mean? If it's movies or whatever your creative outlet is. But when it just some, comes down to articulating it, it's like there's so much going on in their minds at once that they're just trying to get all the thoughts out simultaneously. And it's, all right. It's, Kanye Kanye West needs a Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman to like just curb his enthusiasm. Oh God, he needs an advocate. He needs someone to speak for. You tell me the crazy shit that you said that you got in your head, and I'll make it make sense to other people. That's what he like. That's why it's like when people say like he's a genius, like most geniuses are crazy or troubled. So like, it's kind of like how I tell people, if you want to, if you want to get on, if you want to understand kids, you got to get on the kids level. You know what I'm saying? We are too grown. So we're thinking from an adult level to a child. And they only know what they know. And we know so much more than them. He might be talking to us from a whole nother level because he knows more shit than we know. Because his money gets him in a different room. He just doesn't know how to communicate it to us or what's going on. And he needs a buffer. Like, he really needs somebody to be like, hey, yo, hey, yo, my nigga, shut the fuck up. I think that was his mom. But like, when you documentary on netflix and you can see in the beginning like his mom like corralled a lot of that and that's how you know he on the tism yeah when niggas lose when them kids on the tism lose anything that they hold dear to them they're gone yeah they they just mentally have a breakdown and it might be 10 minutes might be 10 days but when it happens, it happens. When like I'm more worried for the man, like mentally, like everybody's like, "Oh, he needs to shut up. He needs to shut up." But sound like the nigga been crying out for help and ain't nobody helping him. He needs support, like legitimate. Support. But again, you two bred it up. Yeah, I think once you, you get to that saying, point, once you get to you that point, you saying you the richest. No, go ahead. I was going to I was I was probably going to lead into what you were saying is like once you get to that point you just have a bunch of yes men around you. Exactly. You just lose like everybody but like he changed, he changed. Yeah, nigga, he ain't been broke in 20 something years. And not even like, that. To the broke there. to the broke point of being in a in the uh in a projects or back in the hood again. 
Then the guy, the same Kanye West from O2. And then exactly, and then when you, and then you start, a, when you're a legend in your own craft, like it, he ain't even just like he wanted him ones. He ain't even just like a regular like rapper that do this or that. Like he's one of them ones. That that makes it even worse. Like, like it's a it's a difference when you've been up this, your bread been up for so long. You remember what it's like to be poor, but you don't remember what it feel like. You know, you could always be like, man, I remember, I remember what I didn't eat. But do you remember what it felt like when you didn't eat? Because now you fool, you're not hungry no more. Right. See, but and that's the thing, too. A lot of people really miss misinterpret the like what you saw from Kanye from the first drink champs to the second. Right. So you remember he had that wild outfit. I think that was where he was going through the stage of like, he was also, if you say that, like, if we look at Kanye as somebody that falls on the, the spectrum, um, then you also have to take into account, like he's still grieving from the loss of his mother simultaneously okay. goes into a high profile marriage, right? Which that we all know that that comes with its own, entity in and of itself i i don't think that there are many men that have made it out of the kardashian home unscathed true so that's just me personally there's too much shit that just revolves around that family and and they could be nice people cool whatever but it's just like this is it's That's all I can say. Um, but back to Kanye, though, homie is. He's somewhere. He's a very creative person. Um, I used to look at Kanye as somebody that I aspired to be because it, it like I didn't look at myself as one thing. Right. Like I wasn't, you know, having a conversation with somebody I went to high school with and they still introduced me as like soccer person. And it's like, yeah, 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 I do that, but like, I don't do that. I can still play, I can still ball, I can still coach, but like, I talk about it on my podcast, or like, I help players individually, or I work out training sessions and connect the dots. Like, there's a multitude of things that I'm focused in on, and it's not just soccer. So, like, when you talk to me, talk to me completely different than anybody else that you're talking to. Same thing with Sloan, same thing with you. Like, it's not, I'm not one format of person. You can't put me in a box. So then when you have that conversation and, and it's almost like you're disconnected from people because like Sloan said, it's he's much higher up in where he's thinking at. Like, homie's created to a, a power that like most people can't even fathom, right? When you get connected to like, I'm full creative, I can create anything with my hands. I can see things in a different light than anybody else can see it. You might see solid wall, but I might see something totally different. No, you're right. But but the thing is, is like he's saying shit out loud and people are so quick to put a microphone in front of him. But everything he exudes, duh. Yeah, it's like they're not going to give him a chance to try to properly articulate his thoughts. They're just going to get it raw. 
and then as soon as they as soon as they get what they want, they get that sound bite. Then it's like they just ammo use it against him, and then it it like makes the situation worse. I can imagine how he could feel frustrated in a sense because you can hear it when you listen to him talk, or if it, he speaks with such like like a deep reverence that it seems like he just is surrounded by people who don't really listen to him. So that's why he get he gets so extra or he goes so hard at like trying to push a point, even if it's not a, like a well thought out point. It's just like, no, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. You're not gonna silence me. I'm gonna say it just to this because it just seems like they're telling them to shh or they're just letting them just go outside. Hmm. You know, it just yeah. feels like when you feel like you're not unheard, just being even just being a, a regular everyday person. Like nobody loves like no when you when you feel unheard, you scream louder. True. And that's what he's doing. He's screaming louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. I mean, he could put out another album tomorrow. I'm still gonna cop that shit. I'm going to run right to it on Spotify and hit the download button. Yeah, it is what it is, my nigga. He going to, whatever he say in his personal life, I don't mean I ain't going to stop me from rocking with the music. Because everybody be like, oh, man, I'm, man, Kanye, I want the old Kanye back. Well, go listen to that old shit. Right. It's super easy. It's still all up on Spotify. Go listen to that old shit. Oh God. Go right ahead. Let people grow. Like they're not gonna be what you want. That was where he was at that stage in his life, and his art reflected it. When the new but it's also it's also like how people fall in love with you at a certain point in time and then they don't want you to grow from that point no more. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like as I get older. A lot of my friends say, oh, man, we had the best era of R&B and we had the best era of hip hop. I'm like, no, it was just what we grew up on. It's, we associate that to great memories of what we had. We don't know what that other shit was because we didn't grow up in that shit. But in that shit that we grew up in is time, time stamped to memories and feelings in our mind. And it make us feel like it's the best era of R&B and hip hop. It's not like that because I guarantee my, I mer- I guarantee my, my mom and my dad's people feel like their era is the best era or my grandparents before them, they feel like their era was the best era because that's what they grew up on. And that's how they fell in love with music or like sports and shit like that. So it's, it's kind of like how these kids now are implanting their memories and shit like that to music and sports and stuff like that. They think LeBron's the greatest. They think Lil Baby's the greatest. They think all of that shit. So, like, I don't, I don't knock them for that. It's understandable. It's all about where you fall in love with that shit and what captivates you to it. Hmm. Yeah, but I think also, too, you should also allow, like, if you are a fan of somebody, if you're really a fan of somebody, and it should be, because, like, I like to see artists go outside the scope of just being artists. Like, it seems like it's only a few people that we allow the grace to, you know, be 
influential beyond means, right? So you have like a Jay-Z or a Pharrell or you know what I'm saying to or Kanye uh, to where it's like Drake. They're touching more than Rihanna. They're touching more than just like music. Now they're into uh, your everyday. They're into consumer products that like you're constantly going to be a part of. Like uh, who is it? Pharrell design, you know, for Adidas. Uh, so has Kanye. Jay-Z uh, has his endeavors, which stretches all the way to the NFL now. So, you know, you got Rick Ross, too. And you look at how broad he's grown his business. Um, but it's like few and far between. Right. It's like you got to do something great for anybody who will allow you, at least in our culture anyway, to step outside whatever box it is that they know you for to do something different. Right. And then yeah. you've got to maintain it for a level of success of years when most of these motherfuckers can't even keep a job longer than like a year and a half. Yeah, but we're getting a little long in the tooth on that subject. Hey, man, listen, we can go, we can go chop chop. But anyways, let's get to the second. Uh, listen, can we be honest? Is it possible that we can be honest? And and I mean this in the nicest possible way. But it's it's in regards to one particular note of honesty. It's like honesty sexually. More importantly, like relationship. Because when you start out, you're in the honeymoon phase. You know, things are great. Sparks are flying. You're ready to go. Listen, you're you're up. No problem. Knocking it down. Knocking it down. Resetting spinal cords and all, all that. But that's not going to be the thing that's going to cut. That, that ain't, that's, that's short-lived, yo. So let's be honest about that. Why do people in relation that are not in relationships talk about when you get into a relationship, you're just going to have steady knockdown? <laughs> because they don't have steady knockdown. That's why they like, man, when I get, shoot, when I get mommy, when I get me a girl, we're going to be fucking all the time. And I'll be like, dog, that's cool for like the first year and a half, maybe two years. Then what, what y'all going to be doing after that? Because at some point in time, life is going to take a hold. Okay. You know, like you could be fucking all the time now. It'd be a stretch where you might not even sniff no pussy for six, seven, eight months. And it's just life. It's just life. It's like, oh, my back hurt this week. My neck hurt this week. Her knee hurt. Her shoulder hurt. Uh, it's too much going on mentally in life. Your mama died. Kids. Your cousin got shot. Some shit happens. And then you just be like, damn, I don't. I don't feel like this. I don't I don't feel sexy or like not even just sex. I don't feel like I have the energy to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because like after a while, life starts to grow on you or wear and tear on you. But then you go. It's like it's like my wife says in her uh, TED talk, dog, like life is in ebbs and flows and you just got to find your rhythm. Sometimes you'll be at the top. Even in, in, in life now, you be at the top. You be fucking 15, 16, 27 times a day or a week. Then you have that low where you might not sniff no pussy for three, four months or, or three, four, five, six weeks. Then you back to getting it two, three times, 
two, three, four, five times a week. Like, nigga, it's just life. It's just life. The older you just, the older you get, it just gets a little more difficult with how life goes and then kids and other family shit and work and stress and other things. You last thing you be thinking about is fucking. You be having so much other shit going on in life to where fucking be the last thing on your mind. For real. But you can't tell these young kids shit because they ain't been through it yet. Nah, I mean that's that's fact. Every everything is fucking in exuberance and all this other shit because you ain't never lived no life. Most of these motherfuckers can't even rent a car and over here trying to talk about some shit that they don't understand. I just kind of let the children be children because life gonna show them. You can tell them all day. They're gonna look at you like you're crazy, but life will let you know what the fucking I mean you can you can be you can be as prepared as you think you are for anything, but then when you get there, it's gonna be like, oh, it's a clusterfuck, dog. This is not I prepared for something else, but this wasn't what I prepared for. It's different, it's a difference when you get it's a difference between practice and in the game. There's yeah. a complete difference. But uh, you you just, like Aeon said, you got to be honest with your partner and tell them what's going on. Like, shit, dog, like, like I used to say in the beginning, talk to your bitch. Talk to your nigga. Communication rule the nation. Yeah, I feel it. You know, because like sometimes, what'd you say? Communication is key. Like it's, it's it's it sounds cliche as fuck to say, and because I remember in times when I was younger, I'd just be like, "Well, duh." Because when you hear that, when you hear that, or at least when I was young, when I heard that communication is key, it's like, "Duh, of course." And then you realize it's like, "Nah, life will throw some shit at you. Situations will happen. Depends if you're not communicating. That could." ruin the whole fuck like just that's that foundation that shit just cracks and it's, it'd be the shit that you don't say and then it just turns into a whole bunch of i'm fine it's nothing i'm cool don't worry about it and then then that mm. next week it could be the smallest thing it could be like uh I, can you close like why didn't you close the door or why didn't you do this and then the month that shit would come down like an avalanche you just get hit with everything and then the small like that small shit you just, all that shit that gets compartmentalized because there's no communication and then it should be the worst because it's right. supposed to be that's your partner that's supposed to be the person you confide in that you speak with you know that you know that comforts you that balances you out and it's like damn you carrying all that weight from past shit current no work current shit and then it just all come out at once and then you realize it's just like okay then y'all not talking y'all be in the same room mm -hmm. but y'all far away as fuck as fucking possible next to each other on the couch, be on your, on your phones, not talking to nobody, not doing nothing, and wonder when you go to bed that, like, when y'all backs is facing each other in the bed, just, like, pull on, and you sleep, you don't even say nothing, and all your responses just be quick, but you're on for dinner. Uh, I got that, okay. When when you get to that point, that's when you know it's like, all right, definitely ain't sniffing no pussy. It's done. Relationship probably done. It probably ain't even... <laughs> A rough spell like that shit is probably over you just it's not know. always like that it just could be because like sometimes like i'm real quick and 
precise with what I say. So I'm like, no, I'm good. Like I'm sharp. My tone is sharp. So it's just like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like a lot of my shit could be made mistaken for like, I got an attitude, but I don't. It's just. Or indifferent. Like, it comes off as indifferent. Right. And comes off like, yeah, I'm real nonchalant about shit. Like, yeah, all right, whatever. I'm the same way. It's like, because it's literally, because you ever, you know, when they tell you, it's just like, why are you saying like that? And you could say, you could have said it nicer. I'm like, no, I'm just being direct. I'm not wasting your time. If you ask me this, like, I know I'll get frustrated because it's like, don't tell me what I said. I know exactly what I said to you. It was well thought out. I'm not like, it's to the point, but it's sometimes I guess that the delivery comes off as dry or it's like, there's no malice. There's no attitude. There's no issue with anything that you're trying to say. You're just being direct. And then the other person or sometimes other people can take it. It's like, you just being an asshole. You being indifferent. Why you say it like that? Like, you're always so fucking mean. I'm like, I'm not being mean. I'm just being direct. Like, I don't always have to just dress shit up and be extra with with the, whatever you think I'm emotion or vocal inflection I'm supposed to, you know, give to you and just saying something simple. But then again, that's right. inflection too, because if your your partner don't know that that's how you are, that can lead to some shit. Because I don't I've been there more times than I can count. That's why you gotta learn the one you with. Well, <clears throat> listen, we ain't out here giving out relationship advice, but I do think it's important that like we key in on just stuff that everybody deals with to a point to where it's like, okay, cool. Can you pay attention to this shit to where it's like you either are going to make it better or it's a wrap. Like I think a lot of folks have stuff going on in relationships all, all across the board, but you know, when it comes to the topic at hand and you're talking about, hey, this is what's going to go on. I'm going to always have somebody that I can just knock it down with. You evolve, which, you know, Marty and Sloan really got into the brass tacks of it. But, like, you can grow apart. You cannot be sexually attracted to your partner after a certain point. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, it could be a, mer- a, a myriad of things. But just going into it, like, if you're, if you go into a relationship and the only thing that you got is, like, physical attraction, that's just going to burn out real fucking quick. Like, straight up and down. It's like it's, your favorite food. You eat your favorite food all the fucking time, that shit loses its luster. You start to not fucking care. Like, I don't want that shit no more. Too much, too much of a good thing. Too much of a good thing can be bad. Like, for real, for real. You gotta have balance. Yeah, on God. Well, listen, man. You know, we we uh we can only tell folks as much as we can tell them. Okay. Um, but the one thing we can tell them is uh make sure you go get a Dr. Dabber rig. You dig what I'm saying? Oh my God, for real. Shout out to Dr. Dabber for fucking with us. Uh, this is wild. Um, I know it seems like we're like super not excited, but excited. But like we're trying to temper our emotions a bit here because there's just more stuff that's like happening on the back end. Um, and you know what? Listen. 
this has been another episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> the hell about we get out of here? Man? You know what I'm saying? The Dr. Dapper is hitting me. Dr. Dapper is smacking everybody right now. Uh, listen, y'all go get it. works. It works well. Hey, the doctor is, you know what I mean? The doctor and this has been another episode of the Social Boys. What? <laughs> Can we just take a moment, another moment to just give a shout out to the motherfucking CCO Queens? Just one time for the one time, uh, all times. Can we get some gunshots for Bunny? I got you. <laughs> Dig what I'm saying? Yo, listen, we doing big things. Shout out to Sloan for getting us that fucking Dr. Dever. Hardest working man in show business. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all of us. All of us. I'm the most annoying us. nigga in the emails. <laughs> oh my god. He to he to uh you up. He to where my hug at, nigga. When it comes to the emails. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm the nigga that's like that be talking to himself for seven years straight, and then all of a sudden he be like, oh, let me get that nigga a shot. And then you find out I'm the fucking shit, nigga. <laughs> Talk your it's shit. It's not dude. even like that. It's not even like that. Like Sloan's been at this for a little bit shorter than what you guys have been, and he's doing big ass things. So you know what? Take some fucking notes. <laughs> no industry, nigga. And so honestly, it's the motherfucking it. Sucio gang here. This is the fucking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Here. Here. And you know what? If you ain't if you ain't fucking Sucio, take the fucking Sucio tag off your name, bro. For real. Oh god. Meow. 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 Can we unload another clip in that for the faking that's going on? That's not Sucio. That's not Meow. So, so Bunny, tell them where they can find you. Man, listen. You, you know guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. Be Bunny Roo. Be Bunny Roo. The motherfucking right. Sucio Queen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Marty, where can they find you, good sir? You can find me at... You know what I'm saying on Twitter. I'm saying M underscore McFlyer than you. You know what I'm saying? Not why are you? You know what? The gang is probably talking me into it. You'll probably find me on the gram shortly. Nah, you, you gotta hurry on the TikTok, over dog. Here, man. Oh, the TikTok. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, probably the TikTok. I'm, I'm gonna be on it. I'm, I'm gonna be one. Of, yeah, probably the TikTok. Ain't nobody over on Instagram no more. Everybody on TikTok, big dog. Oh, we on the we on t- okay. You you gonna see them okay? You know what I mean. We gonna get the Delorean, the Delorean on TikTok thing. You gotta see what's up. That's crazy. It's crazy. I'm still over on Instagram. That's crazy. Sloan, where are you at, man? Where can people find you? They can find me everywhere. I changed my name on everything to Sucio Sloan two one seven, making it a lot easier for people. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. My TikTok is doing great, people. Uh, we are over here doing numbers. I am consistent. That's all I care about being on TikTok, and that is all I am adding up to be is very consistent. Uh, you know what I say? Uh, drink water, smoke reef, wash your ass, mind your business, and uh, 
you know, enjoy life, nigga. It's it's sensational. Go get you a motherfucking Dr. Dabber, bro. Take this Mm. teleportation. Look, look, look. You smoke if you smoke regular reefer, you taking paper planes, baby. Dr. Dabber is teleportation, my nigga. Come on. From the future, he right. He's not he's not instant high. If you can't tell, uh, all of them sound like they fucking dab the fuck out. <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Man, if, you, fucking... if you can see Marty, Marty look dab the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? You you can hear it in Bunny's voice. <laughs> uh, Just so like them, shit. Let me cut my ring light out so I can go downstairs and get get right with Dr. Dabber. Listen, get this. Hey, Hunter Shogun, you can find me on Twitter, the Aaron Hunter. Uh, also, a dot Hun the Shogun. Uh, that's my burner next to my burner next to my burner. A dot Hun dot the Shogun on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and. Yeah, I think the same on Snapchat. Anyways, man, listen. Most important thing that you got to do is you got to like, share, subscribe to the pod. You dig what I'm saying? You can find it uh, under the CDB Network, um, Sucio Boys Podcast uh, on the network as well. Um, That you can find on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure that you do us a favor, though. Give us five-star rating that helps us get discovered by more people so that we can get into the ears of more individuals. You dig what I'm saying? And help spread the Suchio way. Hell yeah. Like and repost my TikToks, niggas. All that shit. And repost. Click, click. Listen, the whole point is that we just make sure that you know where you can find us. So if you actually do go follow somewhere, we're going to talk about Sucio Boys. You're going to post something about Sucio Boys. But then you also get to understand and interact with our personalities as well. All of us are quite funny. Most of that takes place on Twitter because that's where most of our interactions happen. And that right now currently is the only place that you can find Marty. You did. Nigga. Yes. Back to the future. Yes. We get it. We understand. Maybe Twitter's like super something dope in the future. But I, I get why you only fucking rock that way. Who knows? All I'm saying is TikTok is coming. I'm gonna need y'all to help me with that. Man, this nigga ain't about to get on TikTok. Anyways, y'all, this has been episode (laughs) one of the Sucio Boys podcast. You dig what I'm saying? We'll name (laughs) Dr. Dab. You know what I'm saying? Dab the fuck out. That there it is. Dab the fuck out. Dab the fuck out. You got it. You know what I'm saying? Even get their little show name. Perfect timing. All right, y'all. We about this bitch. Fight.